Now introducing the Minor Wisdom Trio! Minor Wisdom! This, this has been a week to remember for me. This is going to be a long introduction because just everything happened this week. Everything. Every, all the things. You name it, it happened. Don't name anything because it probably didn't happen. But there was a lot. So... Uh, first of all, Texas Thespian, as I record this, Texas Thespians in San Antonio is getting set up. And once this comes out, Texas Thespians in San Antonio will have started. I, th- I believe it starts later today. I don't really know the details on San Antonio because A, I'm not on that part of the board and B, I'm not going. So I didn't really bother with learning what was supposed to happen in San Antonio. However, how, however, Speak clearly, Blake. Uh, I am going to Grapevine. I did get a parent email this week that said, hey, did the city change? It says we're going to Grapevine now. I thought we were going to Dallas. Anyway, um, so uh, I, I will be there Wednesday night with students. This is the first time in quite some time that I am actually going up with the students and coming back with the students Uh I have been driving myself the past few years because I've needed to be there early and I stay later and all that stuff, but not this year, man, hanging out with the kids, 14 kids, uh, not a lot, but, uh, you know, for the first time going in, I think ever for the John Cooper school, it's kind of fun. So we will have a good time looking forward to Texas thespians. I was real interested in the, uh, post that BK posted about the history of when different troops became, you know, uh, I forget what the word is, but you know, when they became official, you know, the, the troops became official. What was, what, what I learned from that was that I thought the numbers were the order in which troops became troops. And according to that sheet, which I'm assuming is correct, that's not the case at all. There were some thousands before there were some hundreds and things like that. So that was very interesting. I haven't mentioned yet, but uh, this week I've got L Escobedo on. Uh, L is one of those again, one of those phenomena, phenomena, phenomena. She's amazing, and I I sound like an idiot at one point in the interview. Because I'm like, hey girl, like, what did you do this year for, or last year for one act play? And she's like, oh, state. Anyway, so uh, this is because I my crack research team just absolutely sucks. So, you know, it's fine, whatevs. But uh, she's rather successful, as you're going to hear in the interview. Has done really well for the short amount of time that she's been teaching the little cheering, uh, and it's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun to talk to her and and then also just completely confess my the fact that I'm a, a complete idiot and don't really do any research whatsoever on most of these people that I interview. And me finding out information at the time that I talk to them is the same time uh, that you're finding out information. Uh, maybe not the same time, but you know, it's the same kind of con- the same format. So anyway, whatever. I haven't even hit the meat of this week. Uh, one thing, just real quick, soapbox. I noticed, I saw something tweeted from somewhere. Uh, this is throwing a little shade. My apologies. But, uh, you know, the copyright thing, right? You know, we we as theater teachers, and I'm teaching this to my students at UH right now, 
we as theater teachers have a responsibility to a, a publishing company and to a playwright or uh, the book writer, lyric, lyricist, the music writer, whatever we're producing, to give them credit anywhere we post information or advertisements, advertisements about a show we're doing. And I saw a tweet from a Twitter account that I used to run and it posted posters and it wasn't this Twitter account's fault. It was just that they posted it. They posted posters, they posted advertisements, advertisements of schools doing shows that had the title of the show and no acknowledgement to even who wrote it and or the publishing company. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's inexcusable. Like that's one of the things as a theater teacher that I think is highly inexcusable and it, it in kind of uh, low-key just like upsets me to kind of be amongst people that think that that's okay. So I don't know, man, just make sure you put your, uh, the, the proper rights. It's in your contract. You know, the only time, the only one of the few uh, playwrights that, that doesn't really hand us a contract of, of the plays that we do a lot of is a uh, good old Bill Shakes, you know, Bill, Billy Shakes. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, come after us. His people, his 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 uh, you know lineage doesn't come after us anymore, right? You know, what I mean, speaking of Shakespeare, I was asked on Tuesday to teach a class, an English class at my school, because the teacher's on indefinite leave. Uh, won't get into those deets, bro. But it's not anything that you think it is. Private school's much different, uh, but. Uh, I was asked to teach an English class, and it's a Shakespeare-focused class. It's not even English. They, I mean, well, it is English, but you know what I mean. Um, but it's not typical English. It's not like English four, but it's a class just learning about Shakespeare. And I was asked to teach it uh, at least through Thanksgiving, which is not a long time. But I, I have a feeling I'll be around for a while, and I was flattered. Uh, so now I have uh, gained three English style classes where I'm teaching Shakespeare and of course they start with or, or with me they had already read a Midsummer Night's Dream and now they're reading uh, the Scottish play which is a horrible time to read the Scottish play because I'm doing my musical this week um, and uh, w- one thing I've learned in, in teaching this class is that uh, kids don't English good. You know what I'm saying? Their their inability to read a simple word is incredible. Uh, but whatever. But I am doing a musical this week. Speaking of that musical, a couple things happened that are worth noting. Uh, last night, as I record this, was our opening night. And one of our actors went up and had a moment and dropped the F-bomb on stage because they got so flustered. And it was... Part awesome, part embarrassing, part sick to my stomach, part shock. It was crazy. Uh, but uh, this is why we teach our kids not to cuss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's little shitheads. Anyway, so uh, yeah, that was a thing. And then also on Tuesday, right before, right before I was asked by uh, one of my deans to teach the Shakespeare class, I spent some time with Jay Thomas on a nice little mandate at the Next Level Urgent Care because the bulb that 
goes around the rose in our production of Beauty and the Beast. I was going to grab it. Nothing happened other than I went to grab it and it just completely shattered in my hand. And, well, glass, you know. <laughs> so I had a pretty nasty cut, gnarly cut, three stitches worth on my hand, right where my thumb bends. And so I've still got that. i got to go get stitches out next week. But uh, that was pretty incredible. Haven't have had that happen to me before where I have a theater injury of that magnitude. You know, we get little nicks and knacks and crannies, you know, uh, every once in a while. But uh, but that was, that was the only time I've ever had to be taken to uh, a doctor or quote-unquote hospital emergency room. But, it, you know, and the next level urgent care, by the way, if you're ever in the Woodlands, Tomball, spring area the next level urgent care on kirkendall is quite phenomenal they're not paying me um uh our musicals you know big it's a beating the beast is big it's thick uh and lots of moving parts but i won't get too much into it but it's uh you know it's successful uh for what it is it's it is a pain in the arse but yeah and then the final thing that happened this week to me was i judged some films uh, for Texas thespians and uh, you know I'm gonna leave my opinion to myself if you got me as a judge you'll know exactly how I felt about your film uh, but um, uh, I just gotta say this I don't think there are a lot of teenagers that listen to this but directors do and directors if you are allowing your kids to do these films uh, please advise them to stay away from teen angst please there was one film that I fell absolutely in love with. And and I don't know if it's because it was a good film or not. It was a good film. But it was also because it had nothing to do with teen angst. It was like a fun, it wasn't necessarily comedic. It was just lighthearted film that was unique and not, oh man, I'm struggling through the pain and blah, blah, blah. Guys, guys, let's do something different. I mean, I've been judging film now for I think five or six years and 90% of the films are teen angst. Ugh, I hate ending on a, you know, negative sour Sandy, but Hey, the positive is that we've still got L coming up, uh, on the interview. Make sure you leave me a rating. Make sure you do something positive for me. Uh, I will see those people that are going to grapevine slash Dallas this coming week. I'm super excited to go to Texas Thespians. Come check me out Friday. I'll be in the Tech Relay area the entire day with uh, Miss Senor Charlie Woods, Chuck Woods. Uh, so super excited about that. Excited to see people. I will have my gear, some of my gear, so I may be attacking you. Uh, it's tough to record in person, but I'm going to try really hard. And that's about it. Everyone have a great week. Have fun at Texas Thespians if you are going. If you're not, have fun the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah, girl. All right. Holla back. So I did one act play all four years in high school. You know, I um, I graduated from 2001 in Hebronville High School. It's a small town in South Texas. And, uh, you know, you form these relationships with your 
fellow actors and, you know, friends, you know, and it's, it's, you spend more time with them than you spend with anybody else in preparation for putting on the show. So you become like a family. And I really felt like that strong family unit, you know, with them. And, you know, I still talk to some of the people on my, you know, cast from high school to this day, I've had them, some of have come and watched, you know, some shows up at regionals because they're in San Antonio or Austin area. So they come down and they, they support me. So it's, it's been, it's been awesome, you know, as far growing up, you know, it was awesome. So I felt um, that, you know, just feeling that type of family unit, I guess, was very, you know, that, that was helpful in why I loved it so much or a big reason why I loved it so much. And then how'd you get into, how'd you get into teaching it? So that's a story. So uh, I that's did. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. So I did uh, all four years growing up doing one act play. So I decided to, when it was time, you know, to graduate, it theater wasn't an option. You know, my mom and my dad were like, you know, you're going to go be a pharmacist. And I was like, great. So I got into Tamuk and I did the pre-pharmacy program. And two years into it, I said, I'm not happy. I'm just going to these five hour labs and yes. Okay. Whatever money pharmacy, but that's, I'm just not happy. I don't have any feeling. It was going through the motion. So I decided to switch my major to theater. And my dad was like, theater, what are you going to do? Be an actress. And I said, no, I said, I'm going to be a teacher. I said, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I want to be a teacher. And he was like, okay. But I honestly wasn't ready to be a teacher. You know, it was like, uh, I just wanted to do theater. So I did theater uh, and I graduated from Tamuk and um, I started working in a dental office because that oh. was the job that I could find. <laughs> so for eight years, I was um, doing I was a practice director for Vela Dental Kingsville. And then I was a marketing manager for an orthodontist in the valley. And I was doing the dental thing and I was happy doing the dental thing, you know. And then life throws you a curveball and it's like, all right, now I need to, again, you start getting to the redundancy, like the, you know, mundane, mundane. And that's kind of what was happening with me. And my friends kept telling me, what are you doing, Elle? You know, you are wasting time sitting behind a desk when you could be in front of a, you know, with kids, yeah. like be in a classroom. This is your passion. This is, you know, these are my college friends. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But you know what? It's paying the bills right now. So, but you know, you start to try, you know, you want to find your passion. So I left the dental field and I started teaching and I was doing student teaching, brand new teacher on the scene, didn't know anything, had never set foot inside of a classroom. And then I got hired at a district that just took a chance on me, you know, so the interview went really well. And there, you know, I am fortunate to work in such a wonderful, supportive environment, you know, so. Yeah, no. And then just just for clarification, because some people are going to hear Tamuk and not know they're going to like look up a college that's got some sort of Native American sounding name. Yes, no. Yeah. It's Texas A&M University Kingsville. Kingsville, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just making sure <laughs> people you know, I wonder what they call Corpus Christi, uh the the Texas A&M Corpus Christi one cuz that's got a similar ish uh Tammy CC. So that's what, CC, I think. Yeah. So they, okay. Cuz Tamuk mm-hmm. was already taken, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tamuk okay. was already taken. Texas <laughs> A&M right. University Kingsville. So. <laughs> that's funny. So I know you can't tell in this zoom but i just three hours four hours ago had my teeth cleaned right and Mm -hmm. i I said to the hygienist that they uh have a very 
fun job because all of their patients are very vulnerable as their like mouth is wide open. They're literally <laughs> drooling off to the like they're and and they're literally sucking spit out of your mouth as they're as they're cleaning your teeth. So what is one of the like? I mean, I can't imagine working in a dentist office and, and, and just, and enjoying it. <laughs> I just, so what was no. it about that job that you, I know you said you were paying the bills, but there had to be an element of something that you enjoyed while you were there. The people I worked with. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. The people I worked with, I, uh, you know, like I said, you see them eight hours a day. So they were funny, yeah. you know, we were all funny. We would be there and the, you know, the girls in the back and you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like its own family unit, right. you know? So I stayed at those places, you know, cause it was, it was comfortable. It okay. was fun. I formed relationships, you know? So do, do you have a good poker face? Cause I can only imagine when somebody walks in with just a messed up grill and they smile at you and they're like, thanks, Miss L. And you're like, Whoa, like, do are you able to, are you able to keep a straight face when they just, Oh yes. But I always tell my students, I'm like, uh, they always tell me, you know, they know I used to work at the dental field and they're like, Miss L and my braces and my braces and my braces, <laughs> you know? So they'll ask me questions and I'll be, you need to see your orthodontist because, yeah. or what do you mean you missed an appointment? You can't miss an appointment. It's important. You're going to prolong your treatment. Yeah. And I explain to them, you know, and <laughs> I tell them about cavities. Like I'm like, you can't be eating that. Cause then that cavity is going to turn into a root canal real quick. I said, you're going to have a bigger uh-huh. problem on your hands. So I kind of went, I'm educating them, you know, on their teeth. I guess I've always been a teacher. You know? I, I just learned something and I don't know what it was. I just overheard it. And I know this conversation is going down a completely different path than you probably anticipated, but it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what this podcast is about. Yeah. I, the hygienist, as she's sitting down, uh, says to, I guess, another hygienist or another, uh, you know, uh, somebody working at the office, Hey, make sure you tell them not to use that more than two weeks or it'll turn their teeth brown. And I have no idea what she was talking about. Uh, It was just a regular old dentist. It wasn't an orthodontist. So it wasn't like something for braces or anything. But Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I mean, I guess that doesn't ring a bell the way you just reacted, but. uh, Well, it could be some sort of a rinse. Okay. Okay. Because. Some sort of a rinse. I mean, what happens on day number 15? Like you just, you just. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would, I would follow all post-op instructions, yeah. all instructions that the dentist yeah. like gives you follow it, yeah. you know, follow it. Yeah. I have, I have a horrible dentist story that I won't share uh, right now. Cause I don't need this to just be about dentists, but uh, all right. So back to, back to you. So you, um, you go from kind of quote unquote, the real world into mm-hmm. education. What was uh, and I know you already said you were kind of not ready for it, but what was mm-hmm. kind of the first, uh, when you stepped into the classroom that first year, what was the first thing that kind of hit you in the face that was like, oh my gosh, I'm really just not ready. But then I want you to answer the opposite. What were you really confident about? So, oh, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that I was confident my first year. Okay. I wouldn't say that at all. Like I, when I did, was scared, When did you get you know? confident? I got confident. I would say after. They usually say three years or so. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't even be after the first year either. You yeah. know, <laughs> I feel like possibly after my, my fourth year. Okay. Literally right. after my fourth year where I'm like, okay, this is not 
you know, that this is like, this is real life. Right. Like this is real life. You know, these, these things are happening and they're good things. Like, you know, it's, it's real life. We're creating good, good stuff, Yeah. you know? So, so then, in the classroom, out of the classroom on stage, you know, it's all good stuff. Yeah. So, so then what, what was it that first year that smacked you in the face that, that made you think you weren't ready? That like, I wasn't ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there could be a number of things. Yeah. Uh, my first day. <laughs> my first day I felt that there was too much to do and not enough time to do it. And yeah. then I brought work home Yeah. and then it happened again the next day. And then it happened. And I was like, I can't live like this. Like I need to do other things. And Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to direct a play soon in the middle of the year. Like, how am I going to do this? But then you find your groove and you yeah. know, you kind of, I didn't even know anything. Like I didn't know. Ooh, it was scary. That was yeah. scary. So yeah, I would say after year four and, and you're married. And yes. so, uh, your wife, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. what is, what does she do? So she is a police officer. What? Yeah. Mm. She's a police officer. So she it, went reserve right now cause she's going to school full time. Uh, but she's getting her criminology degree at Texas A&M university Kingsville. Nice. At Tamuk. We've already established so, yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, so do you ever use her to threaten your kids like hey don't make me don't, don't, don't make her come up here that kind of like or like so uh yes and no so right now it's homecoming and they yeah. have these uh things called class wars and children will go to other students houses and they'll tp the you know it's all yeah, it's yeah. all in fun and games they tp the tree they tp well there's times where they do it to teachers uh -huh. you know so i always throw the little hands like don't come to my house yeah. my wife's a cop she owns guns. Yeah. Don't come to my house. Like yeah. I try to scare them and stuff and they just, they just crack up, but I have not been TP'd yet. And that's I funny. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. 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 Knock on wood. Well, I mean, again, <laughs> this won't come out for a few weeks, so we, we can maybe do a follow up on did, <laughs> yeah. did, did your house get TP'd? Uh, does, does she kind of understand your world? And I guess the, the reverse, cause you're not a cop, you know? And yeah, um, no, you know, there's, there's, there's a little bit of give and take, but yeah, she understands kind of what you do. Oh, absolutely. She's very supportive. She knows that the job, um, starts off slow and yeah. then, you know, you get into competition and you never see me yeah. ever, you know, and, uh, then it's competition after competition, you know, rehearsal late nights, all that. And she's right there, right by it. She has dinner ready. You know, she'll do me the favor of sometimes doing laundry. She'll go support me anytime she can. Yeah. She's there at a competition, you know, every time That's she's awesome. allowed to. So would, yeah, would extremely supportive. Would she be able to recognize L in certain times of the year if you didn't tell her what was happening that year, that part of the year? Oh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> she called me out a little while ago, a couple of days ago, she's sitting there and she said, you know, there's been plays sitting there and you haven't read them. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, it's homecoming week. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I'll get the, I'll get to them. She's, She's like, I'm just line. saying, you know, one act season starts in December, you know, you haven't talked about any specific play, so yeah. you need to read them. Have you ever, so, yeah, she calls me out. Have you ever had her, uh, get like, if you're ever stuck on something, you know, I, I've asked this, I don't ask this enough to people that, that type of question, like if you're ever stuck on something, do you ask your spouse, your significant other, your, you, you know, your roommate, whatever, to kind mm -hmm. of help you break through that little, like whatever's blocking that, that mental block. Do you ever kind of 
ask oh, yes. her what, yeah okay absolutely you know if i'm stuck on this you know two things or i'm like well what do you think about this or do you think it'll work this way yeah. she's like a second a second eye or a second mind before it actually happens right. you know so yeah no i i ask her questions all the time you in this like what we do i get you know you have to have friends to call and ask and am i crazy if i try this <laughs> or is this gonna work you know no try it it's gonna work yeah. so well, and that's the beauty of, I guess, theater. You're all, you, you're never too crazy to try anything, and 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 you know, uh, you know, you you are friends with Lynn uh, over mm-hmm. at uh, Toloso, Toloso, whatever uh, at Midway. Midway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, as we speak, they just posted a picture of their stupidly incredible Adams Family set, which is just incredible. It's, set. it's just not Curtis fair. Curtis Ashby and Toloso Midway as a whole is definitely a school to be admired and yes. you know um and lynn and i have known each other since college yeah so, so i was gonna ask how, how you guys met oh in the theater department okay at you know in kingsville mm-hmm. do you uh <laughs> i mean i don't want to talk about curtis at all but <laughs> he just makes me mad <laughs> but <laughs> but like are there are there th- things that you bounce off of lynn because you know like you said they're a school to be admired, uh, just mm-hmm. the three of them together. Uh, I don't know how that happens, but it's, it's rare that that kind of mm-hmm. situation happens. D- do you, do you ever let them know when you're stealing ideas or do you just, do you call them well, up? They've and- come in, they've come to clinic two of my shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. They've come to clinic two of my shows. And even before then, uh, with my earlier shows, uh, Lynn's come to see a few, you okay. know, um, and just, you know, and, after they're done, I'll ask her opinion on stuff. Definitely. Right. You know, I think, I think Lynn and Curtis and Wendy are brilliant. Yeah, you know, I think they all have, and that's, and it shows, you know, yeah. Curtis is just, man, if the brains behind that set and it's just, it's, it's amazing and jaw dropping every single time, yeah. you know? So, and uh, he's, you know, and, and Wendy and Lynn, and I, I mean, like I said, I've, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm definitely blessed to be their friends um, yeah. on a personal level and on a professional level. I completely admire all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, how long have you now been teaching? Uh, this will be my sixth year. Sixth year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're still, I mean, relatively new to the profession ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what do you, what would you tell first year, first day L that you know now? that to watch out for on the first day on the first day like what would you as a six-year vet now go back and say hey do this or don't do this or watch out i for would this. say hey slow down yeah slow down okay you'll and get tired quick do you do that now do you take those words oh i i know <laughs> when to take a break okay Yes. Uh, and I learned very quickly, like when to take a break, I couldn't tire myself out. Right. There's no way. Uh, before this past year was the first year I had a theater assistant, a junior high director. So before then it was all me, Right. you know, so it was like a go, 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 go. And then at the end of the season, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. really exhausted. And I would get sick for like two or three days, you know, I'd get a cold or, you know, just, I wouldn't feel good. So yeah, I'll definitely slow down. So now I take breaks in between, you know, and it's, it's, it's a lot better. Yeah. What do you do better. for yourself? What is your mind break? Like you're kind of, your 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 resting uh, L. So I like to, I'm, I'm a 
homebody and I'm a family girl. I have a very close extended family. My mom, my brother, my, you know, my sister-in-law, she's amazing. My my nieces, all of them, you know, so we have a a close and I I like to spend time with my family and uh, my wife and I, we like to just take trips, you know, we'd like to you know, hey, and I'm not not big trips. I'm a teacher, you know, but <laughs> trips to San Antonio okay, or trips okay. to Vegas or trips, you know, like trips to Corpus overnight, some staycations, you know, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like we like to spend a lot of time. So I like to do a lot of these little things or be at home with my family, either or. Are you a beach person or a mountain person? Beach person. Okay. Hands down. Okay. Uh, what's a beach that you want to go to that, uh, you know, not to say that you never will, but you said it yourself, you know, I'm a teacher. <laughs> so what's yeah. a, what's a beach that is a pipe dream, but you know, obviously doable, uh, a few years I down think the line. Bahamas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Uh, so a funny story when I met my wife, she was in the Bahamas, she oh. was on a cruise. And, uh, so we met, well, we talked first, you know, lesbians, how they yeah. do it. So we talked first. <laughs> I d- and, no, I don't you know. know. <laughs> That's another story. So we talked first and, and, you know, um, when we were talking, she said, you know, maybe one day we can come here together. So we are hoping to Uh, get a honeymoon. We just got married in August. Then school started. Then my dad passed away. So we haven't had time for a honeymoon. So we're saving that for next summer. And we're playing around with the ideas of maybe this Bahamas thing is going to work. So if you got to go, yeah, if you have a GoFundMe link, just, you know, send me the link. I'll I'll throw it. (laughs) You know, they, but they have, in all seriousness, you know, my wife and I, our, uh, we did a registry thing, but our main registry was, I think it was called like Honey Fund or something like that. Or, uh, you know, it's rather popular now, but 12 years ago, it wasn't that big of a thing, but people donated to our honeymoon. So, uh, mm-hmm. you, if you're waiting to go this summer, hello, uh, you should set no, that up. No, we yeah. had a, at our wedding, we had a honeymoon, like a QR code. Uh, like okay. yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. accept any gifts or anything like that. And we go. just, it was a QR code and it was like a, you know, a honeymoon fund and stuff. Well, some of those people might've forgotten that they donated. So you should set up another <laughs> link <laughs> and just send it out there. I mean, think big, you know, dream big, think, think big. Bigger, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go bigger, go home. Uh, <laughs> What is uh, what is something you're looking forward to this year? It's still rather young. I know we're in October as we record this, but mm-hmm. uh, what is something you're looking forward to this year? Hmm. I'm ready. I, I'm really ready. Like to um, something I'm looking forward to. I don't know. <laughs> do you know what? Like you're, I want to you... say I'm looking forward to you know the second half of the year when it gets crazy <laughs> right. and all that. I guess so. Honestly, I do. I like the chaos. I guess so. I'm looking forward to just getting the season started. Are you a um, uh, organized chaos type person? Absolutely, 100% yeah. okay. organized chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get that vibe from you from just kind of talking to you and stuff. But uh, organized chaos, it's its easily the most common theater teacher version of mm-hmm. chaos and organization. So mm-hmm. does that drive your wife crazy? Because I would assume... All the time. Yeah, I would, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would, is, is, now she's not, is she former military or, uh, no. Okay. So no. she's police officer. Mm-hmm. That's her first kind of lack of better words. I'm not educated in that world. So regimented mm-hmm. type of profession or, or whatever. So, um, well, that's fun. So, okay. So you're looking forward to the spring. Do you do musicals? Mm-hmm. 
you don't do musicals, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that something you ever want to do, or is that something you you're okay with? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. We don't really have. I mean, we have a. I would like to work. We don't have a choir, you know, so it would have to be, there's just a lot that goes into it. And I don't really know if we would have the time nor the budget to, you know, to do it. Right. It all, you know, it all depends. So, So, and we're, we do a fall show and we, you know, so we do all that. And the fall show, actually, what I do with our fall show is I give a senior the opportunity to direct, especially the senior that is going to, uh, you know, major in theater in college, they have the opportunity to direct the fall show. So I, of course, would guide them, be with them every step of the way at auditions. Of course, they don't cast, I cast. And then, you know, we just kind of guide them and they get, you know, their feet wet in that directing world, you know, with guidance. So it's been really awesome to see, to give these kids the opportunity. What, uh, what is your, I've asked this only of a few people again, I'm asking you questions that I wish I asked more of. I just need to remember Mm -hmm. to ask these things. What is your process of choosing your one act play? Um, I always choose a play that I have the kids for. So I do a lot of reading and I mean, I could love a play all day, but if I don't have the kids for it, it's not going to work. So um, I'll read basically with what I have available. Do you lean one way or another as far as like a comedy, a drama? I know they, you know, a lot of people say that comedy doesn't really do well in one act play, which they might be right, but uh, definitely didn't stop me when I was competing in and clearly what stopped me were the adjudicators hating my show. But uh, the do you lean one way or another? I tend to lean towards drama, yes. Okay. I do fall under the I'm not sure if a comedy is going to go very well. Okay. I mean, honestly, this year, it's up in the air still. You know, I have a couple of comedies, which is something I've never done. I've yeah. never read a comedy for a competition. But I have a couple of comedies, you know, that I want to check out first. So, but... To, for me, I know a lot of people have their one actually picked right away. I normally read all this time and then I pick right after the fall show when I see the commitment from the kids who's committed, who's dedicated, because they could be talented all day. Yeah. But if they're not dedicated, it's not going to work. Do you, you know? s- do you stick to the um, approval approved list or do you read outside of that? and then? I read it? outside and okay. I stick to it, but mostly I've stuck to it. Okay. Every show that I've just read on it, I've been, okay, well, let's try this one, you know? Yeah. Right. Good. So, um, I got a couple more questions for you and then I'm going to get you out of here. Cause you know, Tuesday nights are rager plus, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, you it's homecoming week, as you said. So yeah. busy time for you. So speaking Very. of you, you guys are the badgers, is that correct? The badgers. correct. The ba- so, uh, like during homecoming week, do you like, is, is the, like badgers are going to beat you? I mean, I feel like what, what do you, <laughs> what does a badger do to, uh, uh, to, to somebody that's going to intimidate them. <laughs> Badgers are supposed to be very vicious. Are they? I've heard. Uh, yes. I've uh, heard they're supposed to be very vicious. They're little, okay. but vicious. Yeah. I've never watched a lot of, I don't watch a lot of nature shows. I'm, I'm more of a cooking, <laughs> cooking, baking type show person. Um, so when it comes to, uh, your, your, again, sticking around with the one act play thing, what did you guys do last year? This past year, we did the Curious Incidents of the Dog in the Nighttime. Okay, how'd you do? I don't, I don't know these records. I'm not Billy. We placed Dragoo. fourth at state. What? 
You did? Yes. yes. Uh, and uh, uh, our league got the Samuel French Award. What? It was awesome. I should, yes. I should, I should fire my research team. Um, <laughs> so hold on. All right. All right. Maybe I won't get you out of here that soon, but mm-hmm. so you were fourth at state with your, with the same French run. So, um, okay. First of all, where did the same French winner go? Where are they now? He went to Texas tech. Uh, poor guy. Anyway. Okay, cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding. I'm just as a UH fan, I'm, I'm mad at Texas tech. Right now. That's, that has nothing to do with the theater department, but, um, all right, put your guns up. So, uh, that, so that's amazing. Did you, so did you know that he would be a threat to that? Like, do, like, do you get a, a, a sort of an inkling as a director? Cause I've never experienced that. I've never had a same French winner. I've had great actors and actresses, but not that did, did you know that he was probably eligible for that? Uh, yes. Cause a year before I cast him as buddy in the diviners and, uh, he didn't get an award at state, but, uh, or did he get an award? No. I, yes, he did. He got a. Okay. He got. A, he got an all star at state. Okay, so you with just, the diviners. Wow, that's man to have that in your back pocket. What what uh, level is Bishop? Uh, we just became a four A. Okay, so last so we were so, in three A. So last year you were at state three A state. Okay, does that does that again? My mind. This is my mind. It just goes with the most recent thing. Does that scare you at all that you've moved up? Does that? Or does it, is it just fun to create new competition? It's new schools. Yeah, it, it's kind of fun. Like I'm a little nervous, of course, you know, but at the same time, um, I feel, I feel almost like the pressure's off, yeah. you know, cause like we're going to try how, you know, we're going to try, I'm excited, yeah. but we're going to try like a new district, yeah. you know? So, um, but I do feel the pressure off a little bit. So my first year, um, we made it to regionals my first year. Wow. So I, I was, you know, I was like, okay, wow, like this is going to work out. And then my second year with Over the River, we made it to state. And then we went back to state with Diviners and then to state with Curious Incident. So going into 4A is a little nerve wracking, but a little, you know, let's see there, what we do here. So that's amazing. First of all, I didn't know any of this stuff. This is probably why Mel, <laughs> Mel Edwards loves you. Because, um, you know, she's got to know people that, that are successful. Otherwise, you know you're not going to be successful, but so hold on. You, you've never like experienced heartbreak. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, in the, in regards to, to one act play, I guess you have, you, you didn't make it to state one year. Oh man. But, uh, but that's, <laughs> man, I, that's so cool. Like what, what is it? What do you do? What is, what are you giving your children? What are you, what is in the water at Bishop that, what is your talent? What's your secret? What, Come on, share, um, spill the beans. It's the relationships that you have with your children. I've learned your children will always work hard for you. Yeah. And you genuinely have to love what you do. And you have to be willing to put in the work. And it's almost like giving a part of yourself to this creation that you're creating together. And I think a big thing, What a, a, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I've never, like I said, I really don't have a lot of teaching experience, right? Yeah, well. But another thing that I I like to do is I like to give them ownership of the show. It's never my show, my show, my show. It's our show. It's our creation. I've never once taken full credit for something that we've done together. Some of the best directors are sitting in your classrooms, listen to them and their ideas. And it's a collaboration between everyone. And that's what makes it great. You know? So, and I always tell them, even if one day you go out there and we don't advance, if you feel that your heart is on that stage, 
then you've won. It doesn't matter what the adjudicators say that day. It's so subjective. You have to understand that. And I have a motto like you act with your heart, you know, yeah. not with anything else. And also um, you and, and the kids know, like I said, uh, along with that, it's, it's the dedication. You have to have dedicated children. I had a year in 2019 where my kids missed prom because we had competition that day and they were OK with it. They weren't upset. I didn't have upset parents. I didn't have upset. No, the kids want to be there when they want to be there. You're not going to have a problem with your children and you have to create a safe space for that, you know, for, for everybody to be different, but yet come together and create this beautiful thing. Man, you know, normally I would stop recording on that, but I've only been talking to you for 30 minutes. And so I, I it's not that I have to talk to you more. I want to talk to you more. So, okay. So I got to dive into this some more. Like I, I'm not uh, and I've said it multiple times, I've said it now 150 times on this podcast that, that I was not raised in one act play. I'm not like this die hard, you know, ride or die one act play type person, but I understand the importance of it. I understand that we all have jobs because of it. And I understand mm-hmm. all the benefits that come from it. Right. It's kind of like, uh, Botox. I'm not a fan, but I get it. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I just compared one act play to Botox, but some, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Billy Jagrew, if you're listening, but anyway, uh, you, I mean, like I've, I, I don't mean to keep kind of patting your own back, but you've had so much success in a short amount of time. And you, you said, you said your first year you made it to region. Is that correct? Yes. Sir. And then the mm-hmm. second, don't say sir to me. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we're, we're not probably, I think we're like a year apart in age. Uh, anyway, uh, I did say yes, ma'am to you in text. So I did feel weird doing that, but anyway, um, so we're even, okay. Anyway, uh, you said your first year, you know, it was tough. Like it was tough walking in the first day and, and probably the whole year it was tough. Uh, mm-hmm. but you made it to region. So what, mm-hmm. what, what did you, and, and, you know, you're also walking into a situation, no matter, no matter if the director that left was somebody that the kids liked or didn't like, mm-hmm. you're always replacing somebody, right? You're always, mm-hmm. there's always a, a system that kids were used to and creatures of habit are like, but that's not how the, we did it last year. You know, there's always that, those kids. So how did you get these kids to, yes, I know you just said it's about letting them have ownership and this and that and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, but some of them probably didn't even trust you yet. They didn't know mm-hmm. you, you know, you didn't pass the quote sniff test. So, yeah. uh, how did you get them to even that first year believe enough to practically be one of the top schools in the state of Texas? I, I, we just, I, I kind of told, you know, I've always been kind of open with the kids and say, Hey, you know, let's do this. Let's do that. Like, I, I guess I've just, how can I explain this? Good, I, got you. I don't really know how to put it into words. Like it just <laughs> happened. Like we didn't, we, we met, you know, we kind of, I, I was real with them from yeah. day one, you know, yeah. real with them. Like kids, they, they want to know you as a person. They know that you're a teacher, but they want to know you as a person too. And I'm not saying to get too personal with kids because there is yeah, a yeah. line to draw. You are still their educator. You're still their teacher. And I think in something like theater, unfortunately, that line gets blurred yeah. a lot of times, yeah. you know, and I feel that um, with my kids, they've always known that I'm Mrs. L, you know, or now Mrs. L, I'm Mrs. Yeah. L. Like it's, it's never going to be, Hey, L. it's, you know, I'm going to be your educator. I'm going to be your teacher. So kind of creating that, that boundary. And then 
telling them like, you know, but I'm still a person. Like, yes, I'm still your teacher, but I'm still a person. And I really care about this, you know, and if you really care about this too, because I know you love it because you're having a blast and I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. So let's see where it goes. I guess maybe, uh, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth a little bit, but you also had, you weren't straight out of college. So you had already had real life experience outside of being a student that Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, maybe got you a little more callous to some of the situations a student's going to approach you with. So maybe that's mm-hmm. a little bit of it. Cause I know like when I first started teaching, I was straight out of college. I almost said straight out of Compton, but a straight, and then I would have followed it up with another lyric that's inappropriate, but, um, but uh, I was straight out of college. And so it was, you know, my students were, Mind you, I was in college longer than four years. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But, um, but I, Same. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but I was, I think, seven years older. Yeah, seven years older than my seniors. Um, so now they're thirty-three today. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and and so at that time though, you're looking at them. You're like, you better do what I say. And they're like, you're old enough to be my brother mm-hmm. and you know, like yeah. it was you know it was completely different but yeah you had a little bit different experience I guess so uh mm-hmm. with that well um man I could probably sit and talk to you for quite a while about just your experience in one act play uh I but I'll get you out of here on this uh do you do you give that same ownership and same uh, uh you know you you mentioned um, your fall show, right? And do you give mm-hmm. that same ownership to your fall show cast and crew that you give to one act play, or is it a little different because one is competitive and one is kind of more for the community, if you will? So um, the fall show I said is always directed by a senior. Yeah. So I'm there, but they know they can come to me, but I'm the adult overseeing the senior direct these kids, you know, so it's their vision. I help them with wow. it. We we make this, you know, but it, I mean, I, I can't say it's like my show, my show, you know, so the kids work a little different and it's a little more relaxed, but I do give that my all as well, all my attention, all my, you know, everything. Um, but when it comes to competition, it's like a, a, a switch, you Got know, it, it flips. And it's like, okay, now it's, it's Michelle's show. You know, this is, we know her expectations. Like they have to know your expectations. Right. You know, they know your expectations. We have to do this. We have to do to this, you know, and they put it at, as a priority. And they know that if you are not dedicated or if you're, you know, not going to give what you should be giving in because everybody is giving it in. So you need to kind of match it, you know? Yeah. Um, one of my kids, I know this is off topic, but this just came to my head. One of my kids said something last year at state that I think was, you know, was gorgeous, beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. And I think maybe that's the secret to the success. She said, the beautiful thing about us is we don't do this for us. We do it for each other. And I think that was great because you can't have that me, me, me mentality. Like I need to be the lead. I need to do this or I'm mad at so-and-so because they got the lead. Like if you see that going on, you need to stop it. You need to have a conversation about that and you need to stop it because that's not how you guys are going to get there, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think it's all about relationships, really trial and error. Some scenes are not always going to work and you have to redo it and you have to live with, okay, we might need to do these entire five pages again. Okay. Let's focus and let's do this and let's work, you know? So, and you can't 
if you, your kids are going to bounce off your energy. If you go in rehearsal tired and upset and, you know, they're going to feel it. If you go in, okay, we got, we got to do that. They're going to feed it. They're going to feed off your energy. You are their leader. You know, if you've established that, then you are their leader. My new-